nung kami po ay maliliit pa, mahilig po ang lolo ko, nung siya'y buhay pa, na magkwento tungkol sa mga panahon ng hapon. Kalabito mo yung katabi mo, lolo mo rin ba? <laughs> mga lolo ho natin mahilig sa mga ganong kwento. So bilang maliliit na mga bata, kami po ay nakanganga at nakatingala sa aming lolo. Nagkikwento ho ng tungkol sa mga hapon, hinahabol yung mga Pilipino, at mayroong mahabang mga barel na mayroong matulis na bayoneta sa dulo. At ang daming pinapatay, madugo ang panahon ng gera nung panahon ng hapon. At ang lolo ko, ho, sabi niya sa akin, mga apo, alam niyo ba, isang araw, hinahabol ako ng mga sundalong hapon. These Japanese soldiers are after me and they want to kill me and my friends. Nagtago po ako sa isang bahay, sa kapitbahay namin. Yung mga bahay daw noong unang panahon ay meron nung silang parang silong. Yung mga bahay daw noon parang nakaangat sa lupa. Sa silong ho nandun ho yung mga pagkain ng mga manok, nandun yung mga aso, mga manok, mga mga bibi. <laughs> Kuwano ano nasa ilalim ano? Minsan nandun ho yung kanilang toilet. Yung kanilang arinola, yung kanilang mga kuwano ang baho daw po sa ilalim ng silong. Pero to rescue himself from this pursuing Japanese soldiers who wanted to kill him, eh nagtiis ho siya sa amoy. Paho naman dito. Pero di bali na. Para lang di ako mapatay. <laughs> so tinis niya ho, para lang mabuhay siya. At ito ang ending ng kanyang kwento sa amin, mga apo niya. Mga apo, alam niyo na ha? Kung namatay ako nung araw na yon, wala kayo. <laughs> Totoo po yun. Sometimes we go through difficulties in our lives. Sometimes we go through trials and suffering. Yung mga mabaho at madumi at magulo at madilim na pinagdadaanan sa buhay natin. Hindi mo man naman naiintindihan bakit nangyayari yun eh. Hindi mo naman alam ang ending. You don't know the future but God knows. Haha. Alam ng Diyos na ipapanganak si Pastor Mike. <laughs> sa misa sa buhay natin, we have to trust. Hindi mo man makita, may ginagawa ang Diyos. Amen? Palapak natin ang Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. God is at work even when we don't see. Ito po ang ating paksa sa umagang ito. Hindi man makita, God is at work. Part 3. Ah, we are continuing in our series on the book of Esther. So, mga nakaraang Sundays, we went through chapter 1, chapter 2. Today, ang ganda ho, we are going through study. What's happening in the story, amidst difficult times and dark times and evil times, meron nung mga nagaganap na mga masama at maladimonyong mga kapangyayari sa chapter 3. Alam niyo ho ba na ang Book of Esther ay nababahagi sa two parts. We can divide the Book of Esther into two parts. Yung first part daw ng Book of Esther ay, pin, ay chapters 1 to 7 ay times of trials. Ito daw ho yung mga panahon na sila ay dumadaan sa mga conspiracy, dumadaan sa mga threats, dumadaan sa mga dangerous times. Kung babasahin nyo yung buong book of Esther, chapter 1 to 7 is difficult and painful. Pero in chapters 8 to 10, medyo gumaganda na yung kwento. Ah! Amidst the ugliness and the mess, something beautiful is happening. Amidst the bad and the painful and the dark, Something good is happening. Chapters 8 to 10 po yan. Ganyan ho talaga ang mga buhay natin. Ano? Our life is like that, no? The book of Esther. Minsan masama. Minsan mabuti. 
Minsan pangit. Minsan maganda. You can take down the slides now. Minsan matamis. Minsan mapait. Ah. Hindi mo maintindihan eh. Ganun daw ang buhay eh. Alam niyo ba ng misis ko? Si Ethel. Sila ho ay nakapetition nung sila ay maliliit pa, papunta sa Amerika. Wow! Kasi nandun na kanyang lolo, nandun ang kanyang lola, nandun yung mga uncle at auntie niya. So yung parents niya, they were petitioned together with the children, silang dalawang magkapatid, to go to America. The day came, na-approve yung petition ng parents niya, sila ay lumipad ng Amerika. At sila magkapatid, nagpaalam na sa mga classmate, nagpaalam na sa mga kaibigan, oh, despedi the party, bye-bye, punta na kami ng Amerika, and on. Something happened. Something bad, disappointing, happened. Hindi sila natuloy. Naabutan sila ng cut-off. Ang cut-off po eh, dapat bago ka mag-21 years old, nakalipad ka na. Eh, 21 years old na siya. Hindi tumuloy. It was a frustrating moment. Biro mo nagpaalam ka na, nag-impake ka na, handa ka na, ready ka na, Amerika na kami, bye-bye, see you. Hindi, joke lang. <laughs> Tapos hindi natuloy. Anong gagawin mo? Magtatampo ka ba kay Lord? Lord, ang daya, daya naman! Ano ba? Lord, bakit? Mahal naman kita. Naglilingkod naman ako sa'yo ah. Ba't di natupad yung pinagpipray ko? Ba't di nangyari yung inaasahan ko? Lord, mahal mo ba ako? Have you been there? Disappointments in life? Frustrations, broken-hearted, painful moments, twists that allowed you to have broken dreams, shattered dreams. Lord, but kanon, ang daya. Little did she know. Ah, several years later, may makikilala siyang guapo. May joke, <laughs> joke lang ko. We met each other. We fell in love. Today, she's grateful. Mike, sinasabi niya ko sa akin, puti na lang, hindi kami natuloy sa Amerika. Hello? Hi? Sagot ko, oo nga. We don't know. We cannot see. So pag may nangyayari sa iyong mapait, masakit, Magulo, matindi, parang gusto mong magmura, magtampo sa Diyos. Hindi mo naman nakikita eh. Hindi mo naman alam eh. And that is the story of the book of Esther. Kalabitin mo ngayon katabi, kalabitin mo. Uy, ganda to ha, makinig ka, makinig, wag matutulog. Ayan. Tandaan niyo to. When you encounter disappointment, danger, and despair, huwag ka mawala ng pag-asa. We find hope in God whose plans are higher than our plans and whose ways are better than our ways. Hindi mo man makita, meron pa rin ginagawa ang Diyos sa buhay mo. Galing! God is accomplishing His good purpose despite the bad circumstances of our, in our lives. God is still in charge even during the worst of times. Ang ganda ho, ano? So you remember, chapter 2, 
may nangyari hong maganda kahit marami ring pangit na nangyari. Esther was dragged into a mispersed beauty pageant. She was placed in a harem. Lahat ng mga babae. So yung harem daw is the private red light district of the king. Lahat ng babae doon, para sa kanya lang, properties of the king, ginagalaw niya sila. And so Esther's life was ruined. His future was gone. Wasak ang buhay mo. Pag-aari ka na ng hari. Kung magustuhan ka niya, di okay. Kung hindi, yari ka. For the rest of your life, you cannot see your family. You cannot pursue your dreams. You cannot get out of the harem. Something nice happened. He was chosen by the king to be queen. Yon, chapter 2 tells us na merong dahilan but siya ang napili na reina. Today, now, in this story now, Esther is the most powerful woman in the entire Persian Empire. Ano kay plano ni Lord? Ano kay ginagawa ng Diyos? What is God doing amidst all this mess? Ah, and we are about to find out. Sa kabilang dako, Esther also had a cousin named Mordecai. Remember him? Siya yung older girl na pinsan ni Esther na nag-alaga sa kanya kasi Esther has no more parents. She's an orphan. So mula pagkabata, pinalaki siya ng kanyang pinsan na si Mordecai. And something is also happening in the life of Mordecai. Magulo, pangit, masakit yung mga na-experience niya. Pero something is in store. One day, si Mordecai, na sa pwesto niya sa isang government office, it's called the King's Gate, napigilan niya yung assassination attempt kay King Xerxes. Oh, so he, he was able to report through sa pinsan niya sa si Esther. Mayroong gustong pumatay sa hari. I-report niyo sa mga officials, imbestigahan niyo para mapigilan kung totoo man. At nalaman nga totoo, naparusahan yung mga assassination plotters. Pero si Mordecai ho, nalimutan. Can you imagine that? Ikaw yung bayani, ikaw yung nagligtas sa hari, Ikaw yung may ginawang tama, may ginawang mabuti, ni medalya wala. Yun, that's the Mordecai story. Hindi ka man lang na-recognize, hindi ka man lang na-appreciate sa yung ginawa. Ikaw kaya magligtas ng presidente, di ba? Meron ka man lang kahit paanong pabuya. Meron man lang recognition. Ah, ito ang ating hero. Siya ang nagligtas na pigilan yung krimen laban sa ating mahal na hari. Pero wala eh. Sometimes that happens in our lives, ano, para tayong mga Mordecai. Ikaw yung may ginawang tama, ikaw yung maayos ang matino, ang yung paglilingkod. Pero ni ha, ni ho, ni singkong duleng, wala. Hindi ka man lang na-recognize, hindi ka na-appreciate. That's Mordecai. To make matters worse, okay lang sana yun. Lord, Mordecai is going through tough times. Lord, okay lang, hindi ako napansin. Nalimutan ako. Hindi man lang na-appreciate yung ginawa ko. Okay lang, Lord. Pero ito, Lord, yung mas masakit eh. Hindi pa, na, hindi pa tinigilan eh. His mortal enemy was the one promoted. Lord! Andaya naman! Ako to may ginawang tama. Ako tong bayani. Wala akong reward, wala akong recognition. Pero itong may gustong gawing masama sa akin, itong Masamang taong ito, itong salbahing ito, si Heyman. Siya pa yun na-promote. 
Siya pa yung ginawang chief of staff. Siya pa yung ginawang vice president. Siya pa yung ginawang kanang kamay ng hari. And that added salt to injury. Alam nyo kasi, itong si Haman at si Mordecai, meron niyang history. Yan, ito itsura ni Haman. May pinagdaanan. Kumaga, yung lolo ni Haman, si King Agag, at lolo ni Mordecai, si King Saul, magkaway. So yung, kung, yung lolo mo, lolo ng lolo mo, kaway yung lolo ng lolo ng lolo ko. Magkaway na rin tayo. Yan, ganun ho, itong Haman Mordecai story na to. Kaya pag nagkakatagpo ho yung kanilang mga pamilya, yung kanilang mga lahi, oh, Israelite ka ba? Oh, kalabang ka namin. Eh, Amalakite ka ba? Ikaw, mga lahi kayo ni mga agag. Kalaban namin kayo. So yung mga lolo nila nagsimula sa away-away. So yung mga apo, kapo, kaapo-apuhan, mga anak ng kaapo-apuhan, magkakaaway na rin. Paano kaya nagsimula yung away nila? Siguro, pitikin mo nga ilong. Hawakan mo nga tayo nga. <laughs> hindi, hindi ko ganun kasimple yun. Nagpatayan talaga ko sila. King Saul slaughtered the Amalekites. Ubusan ho talaga ng lahi. Ngayon si Haman, one of the Amalekites, descendants of King Saul, he also wanted to slaughter all the Jews to kill all the Israelites. Yan. Ito ngayon ang problema. So si Haman ang na-promote. So in our story, Haman's promotion was established. So ang sakit-sakit sa puso ni Mordecai. The Bible says, King Xerxes promoted Haman, son of Hamadeta, the Agagite, over all the other nobles. Parang siya yung chief of all the ministers, of all the secretaries of the king making him the most powerful official in the empire. Lupit, ano? So si Mordecai, parang lungkot na lungkot siya, depressed siya, discouraged siya, Lord, bakit? Bakit naman ganun? Nandaya-daya naman. Haman was rewarded, Mordecai was forgotten. So all the king's officials, itong requirement ni Mordecai, ni Haman, all the king's officials would bow down before Haman to show him respect Whenever he passed by, for so the king had commanded, but, eto na away, eto na gulo, si Mordecai, ayaw yumuko dito sa mortal na kaaway ng aming lolo. Kalaban namin to eh. Ito yung gustong pumatay sa amin eh. Mordecai will never bow to a Haman. Alam siya sa bahay eh. Alam niya masamang tao to eh. He will not bow. So may mga cultures talaga that the custom of bowing is like a salute to us. Parang tayo, pagka dumating si boss, ano, sir, good morning, sir. Diba? Or kapag dumating yung isang importanteng tao, diba? we shake their hands, good morning po, or we bow a little bit. Pero sa culture nila, parang kang nanood ng Korean series, telenovela, or Japanese. Diba? Nagkikwento kayo sa opisina, no? Ay, pare, kamusta? Okay, basketball. You know? And then the boss comes in. Oh! They bow. Diba? So yung, yung boss, yung VIP, pumasok sa isang mall. Diba? Everybody bows. Pare, mayor yan. Mayor. Governor yan. Wow. Si Mordecai, lahat nakabaw, dumadaan tong si Haman 
chief of staff ng hari. Si Mordecai. Ayaw. So yung mga opisyal, kinakalabit siya, pati kayo, pati kayo buyo ko. Gusto mo bang mamatay? Hindi mo makilala yan? Pati kayo buyo ko. And Mordecai says, No, I will never bow to him. And then he says his nationality. I am a Jew. Whoa! So when Haman heard about this, eto na ang gulo. The Bible says, when Haman saw that Mordecai would not bow down or show him respect, he was filled with rage. Ay, ako, umuusok ang ilong, umuusok ang tingang. Walang niya, kilala ko to. Kilala ko, ano bang lahi? Alam ko, kaya pala ayaw yung muko. Eh, may history yung aming pamilya. May history kami, ha? Kalaban namin. Yeah, so Haman, the Bible says, he was filled with rage. He had learned of Mordecai's nationality. So he decided it was not enough to lay hands on Mordecai. Hindi lang yan ang papatayin ko. Papatayin ko silang lahat. Instead, he looked for a way to destroy all the Jews throughout the entire empire of Xerxes. Oh. And now the plot thickens. Hindi lang si Mordecai yung gustong patayin ni Haman. Gusto niyang patayin yung kanyang pamilya, lahat ng kanyang kababayan, lahat ng kanyang lahi. Hindi lang sa Persia, kundi the entire empire. And that includes Jerusalem. Jerusalem was under Persia. All the Jews here and abroad, part of the Persian empire, will die. Tegok kayong lahat. Tapos kayong lahat. Nakatandaan niyo. So what Haman did next, was what every person will do. Kumuha ho siya ng dice. Alam niyo ba yung dice? Pag naglaro kayo ng monopoly, o pag naglaro kayo ng snake and ladders, meron mo tayong mga dice, di ba? Ganun ho ginawa ni Haman. I will choose the month and the day when we will slaughter all the Jews. Very superstitious sa mga Persian eh. Let's pray to the gods. Ano kayang magandang buwan? Ang napili ho, lumagpak ho yung dice. The month of March. March 7. Ah, so now he has a month. He has a date. Now he needs to approach the king. Ito ho itsura ng dice sa Persian Empire. They call it por or a dice sa ating panahon. Yung mga dice ho natin, may mga tuldok. Yung dice nila, hindi ho mga tuldok ang nakadrawing. Ang nakalagay ho, mga panalangin. Mga dasal ho yan, mga dasal. No? So they will, you know, these are prayers to the gods. These are parang amulet ang dating. These are, this is sometimes called lots. So pag sinabing sa Bible na draw lots, you cast the lots, itapon mo yung dice. Malalaman natin kung anong kalooban ng mga Diyos natin. So that's what Haman did. And so he approached the king. So the next part of this third chapter, Haman's power was enforced because the king approved his proposal. So si Haman, nilapitan niya ang hari. Haman approached King Xerxes. Mahal na hari, meron akong sasabihin sa'yo. Mahal na hari, malakas naman ako sa'yo, di ba? 
Di ba ako ang second in command mo, sabi ni Haman kay King Xerxes. Oo, oh, oh, sige, ano ba yung sasabihin mo? Meron, merong, merong mga immigrants, merong mga minorities sa kaharian ng Persia na ayong sumunod sa batas mo. Nanggugulo. Gusto ko patayin natin silang lahat. You are better off. Your kingdom is better off if they all die. Itong mga minority na ito, itong mga immigrants na ito, mga ibang lahi na ayaw sumunod sa ating mga patakaran. That's Haman. Ha? Sama-sama, ano? Isang tao lang naman yung ayaw yung mukusa kanya. Dinamay niya lahat. All the Jews. So this is what the Bible says. Haman approached King Xerxes and said, there is a certain race of people scattered through all the provinces of your empire who keep themselves separate from everyone else. Ayaw nilang sumunod sa Agos. Ayaw nilang maki, makisama sa atin. Yeah, that's his accusation. Their laws are different from those of any other people. And they refuse to obey the laws of the king. So it is not in the king's interest to let them live. Buti pa, exterminate na lang natin itong mga ipis na ito. Ubusin natin itong mga ito. Patayin natin lahat. At hindi lang yun. Si Haman, nilagyan din niya ang hari. Merong konting padulas. Diba? He's asking the king for a favor and an approval of his desire for revenge. May konting lagay. Salbahe ito si King Xerxes. Salbahe rin ito si Haman eh. Ito ang sabi niya. If it pleases the king, issue a decree that they be destroyed. Gumawa ka ng kautosan na hindi mababali. Lahat ng mga Hudyo, all Jews, all people of Israel, in all the provinces, will die. I will give 10,000 large sacks of silver to the government administrators to be deposited in the royal treasury. May palagay pa yun, no? Meron siyang padulas. Eh, ang lagay eh. Di ba? Pagkagawa na ng mga opisyal, eh, ang lagay eh. Di ba? Meron ba dyan pabaon? May pamirienda ka ba dyan? Pero ito, sobrang laki nito, ah. This bribery of Haman to King Xerxes. The Bible says, 10,000 large sacks of silver to the government treasury. Whoa! How much is that, Pastor Mike? Some historians calculated it. That's $60 million today. That's 3 billion pesos. Ang yaman pala ni Haman. Lako po, mayaman ho. Pero he's, not, he's also a business person, no? Hindi lang siya magbibigay ng 3 billion pesos or 60 million dollars. May kapalit kasi yan eh. In the regulations or the culture of Persia, kung sino yung pinapatay mo, sino yung mga tribo or pamilya or lahi, in this case, the entire Jewish population here and abroad, all their properties, all their land and treasures, all their wealth will be yours. So, kikita pa siya. Wala, wala. Ano, kurot lang yung 3 billion pesos. If you were able to acquire all the wealth and property of all the Jewish families in the entire empire. So, this is not a bad investment for, King, for, for, for Haman and King Xerxes. Ha? Kikita sila. Yun nga lang, by the blood of the Jews. Natuwa ang hari. Ah, gusto ko yan, gusto ko yan. Nakikita ah, tayo dyan. So, itong si King Xerxes, salbahe rin. No? Hindi niya inalam kung totoo yung accusation ni Haman. Hindi niya, inalam, hindi niya nga inalam kung sino itong mga Jews na to. 
Who are these people? I don't care as long as I have money and it will benefit me. So the Bible says, the king agreed, confirming his decision by removing his signet ring from his finger. Oh, ito, ito, ito na ang sing-sing ko. You make a decree, you sign it. Pipirmahan ko yan, may logo, may logo yan ng hari. Giving it to Haman, son of Hamadatta, the Agagite, the enemy of the Jews. The king said, the money and the people are both yours to do with as you see fit. Gawin mo ang gusto mo. I have, you have my blessing. Here, ito yung logo ko. Symbol. That any law you make will have my authority. Tinde, no? What do you do when you are a Mordecai or an Esther during that time? Ito ngayon si Mordecai. Nung marinig niya to, matindi problema niya. Hindi lang kasi galit sa kanya si Haman at ang pamilya ni Haman at lahat ng mga Amalekites na gusto silang pulbusin at patayin at ubusin. Galit din sa kanya lahat ng mga Jews. All the people of Israel were also panicking, afraid, and also angry. Ito naman kasi si Mordecai, di pa yuboko eh. Yuyuko ka lang, yuyuko ka lang na gano'n eh. Di papatayin tayin lahat. Why? Why does this have to happen to us? And most of all, probably many of them were asking questions, Lord, bakit to? Kala ko ba, Panginoon, ililigtas mo kami? Kala ko ba, lalabanan mo lahat ng mga kalaban namin? Why is this happening, Lord? And so Haman's plot was set in motion. The next part of our story is this. Haman's plot was enacted and now nagpadala na ng mga messengers throughout the empire in all the provinces here and abroad. Ito na. Announcement. Official. Patay lahat ng mga Hudyo, mga Hudyo at mga Jewish people at people of Israel on a certain day and a certain date, a certain month. The Bible says, dispatches were sent by swift messengers into all the provinces of the empire giving the order that all Jews Matanda o bata, babae o sanggol. Women and children, they must be killed and slaughtered and annihilated on a single day. Piniling day. Alala nyo? Casting of the poor, casting of the lots, casting of the dice. This was scheduled to happen on March 7 of the next year. Next year pa! The property of the Jews would be given to those who killed them. Can you imagine that? Isang taon silang mag-aantay ng araw na sila'y papatayin. That's mental health torture. That's emotional torture. Mami, mami papatayin daw tayo lahat. Ilang buwan na lang, anak. Three months pa eh. Tagal pa. So, as the Bible says, dispatches were sent. Lahat ng mga... Lazada, Shopee, Delivery Boys, lahat ng Lalamove, lahat ng Grab, Driver, pina, pinadala sa buong provinces, lahat ng FedEx, LBC, DHL. Bilis. Kakatok sa bahay ng every Jewish family. Tao po. Papatayin po kayo. Ito po delivery from Lazada, from Shopee. May date ho. Pakipirma lang ho. Acknowledge receipt. Memo from the king, you will die. All of you will die. March 7, next year. 
Grabe, ano? Can you imagine the horror? Kakatakot pala tong part na to. Pastor Mike, oh, grabe. By the way, hindi ba kayo nainis minsan sa mga delivery? <laughs> minsan tatawagan kayo. Walang, nam- walang pangalan, di ba? Sino kaya ito tumatawag na ito? <laughs> ah, s- ah, hello? Ah, sir, lalamove ho. Meron mo kayong delivery. Pakiiwan na lang sa guy. Eh, sir, kailangan nyo pumirma. Kailangan nyo may picture. Like, gano, gano ba? Eh, naliligo ako eh. <laughs> Hirap, ano? Pero, yun ho yung nangyari. No? There was dispatches of delivery. Siguro yung parang yung kabayo, ang gamit nila, mga karwahe. It was a horrible time for the Jews. And you can question the goodness of God. Lord, asan ka ba? Ba't mangyayari to sa amin? Why is this happening to us? When we go through difficult times, when we go through dark times, mabilis po tayo magtampo. Naalala ko nga yung kwento ng isang Mama, na ang bilis-bilis magtampo sa Diyos. Parang ako, nagagalit nga sa akin ng misis ko. Mike, bilis mo ba discourage? Ang bilis mo magtampo. <laughs> so itong mama na to, first day niya sa trabaho. So parang first day niya, plus merong interview sa supervisor. So she needs to report to work. So no, sa kanilang probinsya, yung bus going to the city, the bus is going to the city, merong schedule. 7 o'clock, yung next bus, 10 o'clock, yung next bus, 1 o'clock. So, ang lalayo ng gap. So, if you miss the 7 o'clock bus, yari ka. Magkantay ka ng 3 hours doon sa 10 o'clock. So, pray siya. The night before, Lord, sana hindi ko ma-miss yung bus. Sana maaga ako. Sana, Lord, okay kay, okay kay boss. First day, Lord, sana po, it will, everything works out smoothly. So, naglaba na siya, naligo, inayos siya na yung mga anak niya, okay, anak, mga dito sa school, and, Pinakain niya na yung mga bibi, mga aso, lahat na okay. Something happens. Naliligo ho siya. May sabon-sabon pa siya. Biglang nawala yung tubig. Tubig! Nalate ho siya sa bus. Dumating ho siya five minutes late. Wala na yung bus. Ay, grabe, nagtampo siya. Lord, Nagpray naman ako ah. Bakit nangyari ito? Lord, di ba naglilingkod ako sa'yo? Bakit nangyari ito? Matatanggal ako sa trabaho, Lord. Ano ba? Ang daya-daya naman. Ang tagal ko ito inantay. Ang tagal ko pinagpray. Lord, ano ba? Have you been there? Have you prayed something like that? Have you been disappointed with God? Have you been broken-hearted because God does not seem to grant your heart's desire? Tagal mo pinagpray, tagal mo pinagandaan, tagal mo pinanuhan, nagkagulo-gulo, nasira, nawala. So with a sad face and a broken heart, he waited for the 10 o'clock bus. Wala na talaga eh. I'm late, I'm sure I'll get fired. I'm sure my boss will be angry. I'm the Lord. Ano ba itong pinapadaan mo sa akin? Took the 10 o'clock bus. Kasakay na siya. Umiiyak. Nagtatampo. Nagmumura. Bumubulong-bulong. Lord naman. Kainis naman. On the road, may traffic. May accident. 
may nahulog na bas sa bangin. Hello? Sabi niyo, sa kay Lord, no? All the passengers of the 7 o'clock bus dead. Pati driver. Patay. And so he didn't know. Pero he was murmuring and grumbling and complaining sa loob ng bus. Sabi niya, Lord, nakakainis ka naman. Lord, nandaya. Tapos nakita niya, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Galing mo talaga, Lord. Galing, galing mo talaga. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Hi. Tulog na yata kayo. That's amazing. Sabi niya, Lord, may plano ko pa para sa akin. Hindi ko pa oras. Mga kapatid, minsan, pag may nangyayari sa ating masama, hindi mo mapigilan magmura. May nangyayari sa iyong masakit at matindi. Feeling mo ang daya-daya-daya ng buhay sa'yo. At gusto mo magtampo. Hindi mo naman alam eh. Hindi mo naman nakikita eh. Sometimes, the trials and the pain and the broken heart and the depressing situations in our lives, sometimes, we don't know, but they can become blessings in this guy. Baka may tinuturo ang Diyos sa buhay mo. Baka may inaayos. Baka may, mas may hinahanda ang Diyos na mas masarap at mas maganda at mas mabuti para sa'yo. Nadinay ang visa mo. Lord, why? Nagkaaway kayo ng mahal mo. Nagkahiwalay. Lord, why? Bumalik ka ang cancer. Pakainoon. Bakit? Natanggal ka sa trabaho. Lord, hindi ko maintindihan. Bumaksa ka negosyo. And you ask, Lord, mahal mo ba ako? Bakit ba? We don't know. But God knows. Amen? Hindi mo nakikita. May ginagawa ang Diyos. Palaparatin ng Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Salamat, Panginoon. So the book of Esther is a call for us to trust that God is faithful and sovereign and God is in charge even when we cannot see or understand or explain what is happening to us. It's a call to faith. Hindi nga nabanggit ang pangalan ng Diyos. Hindi nga nakita ang pangalan ng Diyos sa buong book of Esther. Pero God is all over the place. The work of God and the teaching of God and the invitation of God to trust Him no matter what. Let me in. What is God teaching us? Ano bang tinuturo ng Diyos sa atin? Number one, God is teaching us na pagka mayroong nangyayari sa iyong masama at parang papatayin ka o parang magugulo ang buhay mo o parang maghihiwalay na kayo o parang wala nang pag-aasa itong, wala nang gamot itong sakit na to. Relax ka lang. That's the first lesson we can learn from Esther chapter 3. Kalma. Be still. Be calm. May awa ang Diyos. Amen? Ganun talaga eh. May mga bagay sa ating buhay na hindi natin makontrol. Tragedies, pain and suffering, dark times, depressing moments in our lives. But we can only trust the mercy of God amidst all of this. Yun lang talaga ang advantage natin eh. The rest of humanity will go through depression after depression after depression because Kung mabuhay ka nga sa mundong ito, this crazy world, 
nako, madidepress ka talaga eh. Lahat tayo magpapakamatay. Lahat tayo magigive up. Lahat tayo magpapakalulong na lang sa droga, sa bisyo, sa sugal, at sa mga anumang, anumang mga bagay na parang pakiramdam natin ay magtatanggal ng ating mga sugat at sakit. The anesthesia of the world. But when we have God, ah, when we walk by faith and not by sight, when we understand that there is a God who cares, whose plans are more beautiful and good and better and higher than our ambitions and our schedules and our deadlines and our desires and all our wish lists. Lord, magtitiwala ako sa'yo kahit di ko naiintindihan. Mas maganda yung hinahanda mo kahit hindi na-approve yung visa. Kahit hindi kami nagkatuluyan. Kahit sabi ng doktor, wala ng pag-asa. Lord, you know better. Amen? This is the second thing we can learn from Esther chapter 3. Ready na ba kayo? Be convinced that God is at work in our lives. Na ang Diyos may ginagawa kahit di natin nakikita. Alam nyo ba? Eto, kantahon nito. Because of Queen Esther, the people of Israel will, were allowed to rebuild the temple and the walls of Jerusalem. Nehemiah chapter 2. Nehemiah was asking the king, yung anak ni King Xerxes, oh, si Arta Xerxes, he was requesting permission. Can I go back and rebuild the broken walls? Umiyak si Nehemiah. The walls are broken in Jerusalem. Arta Xerxes, the Bible says, Queen Esther was behind him. Nakaupo ang hari, anak ni Xerxes, stepson ni Queen Esther. At si Queen, Queen Esther nandoon. The Bible says, the queen was there with the king. And the king gave support. Ang galing! So Nehemiah, Ezra went back. Nagsimula, Zerubbabel, Ezra, Nehemiah went back because of a queen who is a Jew. Kaya ho, hindi naman maintindihan eh. But God knows. He's preparing the birthplace of the Messiah. He's protecting the people of Israel. Kasi may pangako siya kay Abraham. Which brings us to the third lesson today. May pangako ang Diyos. Be confident na ang Diyos may ginagawa dahil may pangako siya sa iyo. May pangako siya sa atin. In this case, God promised to Abraham that I will bless you. And I will fight for you. Nangyari yun, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, David, and this time, Esther. God has promised that I will be with you and I will fight for you and I will bless you. Kaya itong sitwasyon na to, ako, huwag kayo mawawala. Episode 4, next Sunday. Anong mangyayari? There are so many twists in this story. Now there's a law all Jews will die March 7. Something will happen. Sayo mga sa katabi mo, oy, wag ka absent ha? Episode 4 na. Episode 4 na. If you miss episode 4, eh mag-YouTube na lang kayo. Hindi joke. <laughs> Tandaan niyo to. When you encounter disappointment, 
danger and despair in your life. We find hope in God whose plans are higher than our plans, whose ways are better than our ways. Hindi mo makita, meron pa ginagawa ang Diyos sa buhay mo. Amen? Praise God. God is accomplishing His good purpose despite the bad circumstances in our lives. God is still in charge even during the worst of times. Tandaan nyo, pagka mayroong nangyayaring magulo, matindi, mapait, masakit, madilim, parang may gustong sumira, magwasak sa buhay mo at sa pamilya mo. Be calm. May awa ang Diyos. Be convinced. May ginagawa ang Diyos. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Be confident. May mga pangako ang Diyos. Panghawakan mo. Amen? Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Tayo po natin tumayo. Let's all stand. Let's pray. Tayo po yung manalangin. Panginoon, salamat po. You are good. You are faithful. Even when life is bad and messy and unfair. Panginoon, salamat po. Dahil pwede kami magtiwala sa'yo nang na buhay, kahit magulo, kahit mapait, kahit masakit, kahit matindi ang aming mga pinagdadaanan, Panginoon, alam namin nandiyan ka. Alam namin tapat ka. Alam namin mapangahawakan ka namin. At ang mga pangako mo ay totoo. Lord, we know that you are the God who's in charge in the good and the bad, in the joy and the pain in the unfairness and the ugliness. We can trust that you are preparing something beautiful and good and just. Hindi man namin makita o maintindihan. Hindi man namin may paliwanag. Lord, we can trust your goodness. We can trust your faithfulness. We can trust your love. We can trust you, Lord. Dalangin ko sa bawat isa po sa amin na may pinagdadaan ng matindi at masakit. Akapin mo nga po kami. Assure us, Father, that you care for us. That you have a reason why things happen. Lord, yung mga nalilito at parang gusto nang sumuko at parang gusto nang magtampo sa'yo. Akapin mo nga po sila, Panginoon. Just assure them of your peace, of your love, of your faithfulness. Kahit di namin makita, kahit di namin maramdaman, kahit di namin, Lord, gusto yung nangyayari, pwede kami magtiwala sa iyo. Thank you, Lord.